NASDAQ's having a rough start to the week, and it looks like that red might just uh, bring down the S&P. Yeah, we just went red for the S&P 500. Tech is under pressure. Cloud stocks are getting ready to kick off earnings with Microsoft. And then we've got weeks until some of the other big ones report. But it's been cloud that's a problem for this market dating back to November almost a year ago when the bear market began. Let's bring our next guest and let's talk about whether or not there is still some juice to be squeezed. Greg Moskowitz joins us from Mizuho America's Senior Software Equity Research Analyst. Uh, Greg, it's, uh, good to have you here this morning ahead of these earnings. Microsoft, obviously the big foray into the tech names that start reporting. Uh, your characterization of it I thought was very interesting in your latest note, basically saying that there are some caution flags, but that some of these risks might be starting to get accurately priced in. Tell us about that thesis. Right, Oliver, and thanks for having me. It's good to uh, be back. So, yeah, there are some puts, puts and takes I think associated with this uh, with this earnings print, and you know, you hit on I think uh, some some part of it, which is important to discuss. Now, on the positive side, uh, Azure is the most important metric, the most important business segment for Microsoft, and our work suggests that it's actually holding up quite well. We're hearing about resilience. We're hearing about cloud migrations. Uh, we're targeting 43% constant currency growth for Azure this quarter. And we think if they do that, that will be construed as uh, relatively good performance in a, in a tumultuous market. On the flip side, we are dealing with uh, a, a fairly horrible PC cycle right now as per IDC, units down 15% year over year in September. Uh, as we all know, the US dollar has strengthened versus uh, uh, the major uh, currencies, and that presents an additional headwind versus where things were 90 days ago. And then also LinkedIn, uh, the search advertising market uh, for Microsoft, these all present challenges. So again, a series of puts and takes. Uh, you know, the hope is with expectations having gotten lower over these uh, past couple of weeks that the bar that Microsoft has to clear, so to speak, uh, is, um, uh, you know, perhaps manageable, uh, but is not what I would say is a, an easy call heading into, uh, in, into tomorrow's earnings. I think it's a fairly tricky uh, setup for Microsoft for this particular uh, uh, earnings call. Do you think they'll be able to give a clear guidance? So that's a very important question. Microsoft is uh, a bit of an anomaly at this point, Oliver, in that they actually have provided uh, uh, guidance for fiscal 23, which for them ends in June of next year. Now, most uh, tech companies have yet to provide any sort of outlook for 2023. And naturally, we are dealing with a greater degree of uncertainty than usual. So a key question is, will Microsoft back up or reiterate uh, what they said on the June earnings call, or will they perhaps uh, hedge a little bit because of currency, uh, perhaps because of, uh, again, macro, and that remains to be seen. But what they have said historically is they can grow on a reported basis, double digits top line in fiscal 23, and that was tantamount at that time to about 14% constant currency revenue growth. So again, it was a fairly healthy outlook. It was better than expected. Key question is, do they back that up this time around as well? Hmm. What will Microsoft's role be in consolidation in the tech industry? Obviously, they bought Activision, so they're interested in gaming, expanding that footprint. Uh, but when there's so many cloud companies that are down deeply in their publicly traded stock over the last two years, uh, we've started to see some of this uh, uh, show up in either companies going private or doing some mergers. Uh, but it would seem like there still is arguably a lot to be done here. 
especially if there is an economic slowdown. Uh, is Microsoft interested in buying into other cloud businesses or do they feel that they can make anything that they need, that they have everything they need is already such a dominant player? Uh, it's a great question, and I would expect that Microsoft is still active in looking at uh, uh, target companies across uh, some of the segments in which they compete. Uh, now, Activision is still pending, so that's going to be uh, uh, quite a bit of a process, actually, just getting through uh, the regulatory uh, hurdles and review and everything else before that will. Uh, uh, we do expect it to close, by the way, but it will take some time before we get there. But I wouldn't look as uh, the fact that that is pending, Oliver, to uh, as you know, something that would preclude Microsoft from potentially moving forward with another uh, acquisition announcement that effectively would be in conjunction uh, with uh, with you know working to close Activision. And uh, as you suggested, I mean there are some you know really depressed valuations. Uh, I, Microsoft has you know arguably the broadest portfolio in all of tech, uh, but uh, but I do think there are areas that they would look to strengthen where they can uh, get to market faster than anything that they could do uh, in terms of internal development. So yes, I would expect mm -hmm. them to continue to look at potential uh, M&A opportunities. Uh, Greg, uh, the uh, $320 price target on Microsoft, pretty close to the highs at 350. Uh, last time we traded back there was at the beginning of the year. Uh, what type of path do you think we take to get to that level? Is that a long-term Microsoft, the power of earnings story, or is there potentially a refrothing of the valuation that the market assigns to those earnings that could be in store? Yeah, it, it is something where I think it will take some time. I think it would be hard to expect otherwise in this market, given, again, all the uncertainties that exist. At the same time, it is important to note that Microsoft uh, carries um, quite a bit more valuation support than uh, the average uh, uh, software company today. And as it stands uh, based on uh, our numbers for calendar uh, 2024, for instance, uh, they're trading at less than a 20 times PE. And this is a company that has, uh, as I said earlier, arguably unrivaled breadth, uh, um, remarkably strong placement in the key markets where they play an exceptionally strong management team. So all these characteristics we think uh, are valued uh, by investors and so once we can move through, and the question is when, but once we can move through some of these, uh, uh, you know, cloud, some of these question marks that exist, uh, we think that Microsoft has a fair amount of, uh, of upside potential. Uh, we're looking at this in terms of our price target as something that is attainable within 12 months. Uh, again, I wouldn't think it's, uh, we wouldn't look at this as being around the corner by any stretch, uh, but we think it's a very reasonable price objective, again, assuming that uh, some of the macro cloud clouds lift uh, mm. between now and then. All right, like that point about the macro clouds. Along those lines, Greg, just a final thought to kind of assess the other parts of your coverage here. Uh, generally, it seems like you're pretty split between neutral and bullish on the overall software sector pretty evenly. Uh, some of the companies uh, that also are coming up, ServiceNow, you have as a buy, uh, Procore, the construction uh, management software, uh, Tweecourt Monch, who runs that company, has been on here several times. It's an interesting business. Uh, the Cloudflare you have as a neutral, Checkpoint a neutral. Are there any characteristics that divide this group of companies? Um, are there any particular cash flow dynamics, profitability dynamics that you need to have to keep those buy ratings on these companies? So the one that I would highlight uh, above uh, all else, Oliver, kind of within that group, would be ServiceNow. Mm. And 
you know, this is one where sentiment has turned quite negative. Uh, they did have a disappointing Q2. And, uh, and so there's a lot of concern about, you know, what will this report look like? Uh, they will be uh, reporting one day after Microsoft on Wednesday after the close. Uh, our uh, hope is that, uh, uh, that they can do a little bit better this quarter. We would not expect anything great. But again, the expectations are very low right now in ServiceNow. And what we do like in terms of uh, uh, the setup is you have a company that is still growing uh, well over 20% in constant currency terms. In addition, uh, they have 30% free cash flow margins, and they are continuing to expand operating margins. It's really hard to find this combination of attributes for a company that is trading based on our calendar 24 numbers at uh, just a bit over 20 times free cash flow. So uh, again, I think a really interesting combination. If I'm, if I'm looking at names that have uh, high risk reward over the course of the next 12 months for high quality assets, uh, ServiceNow would definitely be uh, towards the upper uh, part of the list. All right, love the details. Thanks a lot, Greg, appreciate it, great stuff. Thanks, Oliver, appreciate it. Absolutely. Greg Moskowitz, a senior software equity research analyst at Mizuho America's keeping the bullish faith in Microsoft ahead of tomorrow's report.